Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. We'll start with the Yankees, then we'll get over to the football again because there's a couple of interesting topics I think we should get into. 1-800-919-3776. And are the Yankees a better team right now than they were last year, Rick? That that would be my question to you right now. Like, they think they're going to go further. Why? Because they're better? Because the Astros are not as good? Like, it almost feels like you're taking your head and you're ramming into the wall thinking that you're going to go places solely because the team you're competing against is maybe not as good as they were. I have real questions about whether the Yankees are a better team right now than they were one year ago from right now. I think you should have questions. I think the rotation is solid. I mean, it takes a hit that you lose Montas, Montas now for the for what looks like the entire season. But, I mean, is, is Aaron Judge going to have the same kind of historic season as he did last year? Uh, no. I would say that's probably unlikely. No, I mean, it's, yeah, no, I would say no. And was Aaron Judge pretty much the reason why in the second half you found a way to get yourself into the playoffs? He literally carried you into the postseason. Aaron Judge in the second half last season hit 29 home runs, had 61 RBI, and had a 349 batting average. And, and I wonder what his war was. I'm sure you don't have that for solely for the second half, right? Uh, for the second half, his he, war was not available. Yeah, that's okay. Um, and the thing is, you have a lot of questions. Like, I think the Mets have, have a couple questions. But I don't think they have as many as the Yankees. Like the Yankees, and this is not me being a Mets fan. It's not. What What are you going to do at shortstop if you're the Yankees? Um, I think you're going to. I mean, you're going to play it out and okay. see. So, so it's okay. so it's Hold unknown, let's start, right? Let's start with this. Can we start with this, please? Because I was going through some stuff before the show because I haven't slept yet, and I went back to look at MLB's top ten lineups for 2023. Top ten lineups for 2023. So you ask the question, are the Yankees better? Right. And I start scrolling, scrolling through this thing. Or you say, do the Astros take a step back? Care to guess who has the best rated lineup, according to this article, for 2023? All of baseball. This is all of baseball, right? Not just the American League? All of baseball. Padres? I'll make it easy. The Astros. Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Astros won, Padres two. And as I scroll down, I got the Blue Jays three, who are in right. your division. Dodgers got to be up there. I got the Dodgers. I got the Braves at five, which makes me nervous. I don't like that. Mets at six. Dodgers at seven. Phillies at eight. Oh, there's the Yankees at nine. And I'm looking through the lineup. I'm saying, okay, full year Harrison Bader. I like that. Aaron I, Judge I like is it too, yeah. one of the best players in baseball. Rizzo, big season last season, home run wise, will definitely benefit from uh, no shifts. Stanton, if he can stay healthy, we all know what he can do. Glaber Torres. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's, he's then you okay. get to six, seven, eight, nine. And here, and 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 here's the thing. And this is why it's so frustrating to me. And I'm not even a Yankees fan. We ended last year, and we went through the playoff roster and the lineups. And six, seven, eight, nine. Every day was ugh, 
Don't love it. Don't love it. Don't love it. Can't stand it. And now what is it? Uh, they have Donaldson at third. Who? I mean, if you have him batting six, you have a problem. Continue. Trevino at seven. Who had a horrendous second half. They actually have Peraza as the shortstop. Okay. And they have Aaron Hicks in left. So just explain to me how a Yankees fan, and I love Radon, and Garrett Cole has really you know, kind of turned that corner where I think Yankee fans like him now, and he is the horse that you hoped he'd be. Bullpen should be very, very good. Explain to me how you're going to win, and not win in July, not win in August, win in October if you're looking at a bottom of the lineup that looks like that. How you? Well, win. not only that. Okay, here's the problem, though. Here's the problem, and I'm glad you brought that up, was once we got to the postseason, now regular season, the historic season that Aaron Judge helped carry, helped buoy this team. And also, let's not forget Matt Carpenter, what he was able to do before he got hurt, right? Like He was a big part of this thing, too. Right. Okay. One of the biggest problems last year in the postseason was the guy who carried you the entire season that was the MVP was bad. So you have a you have a lineup that's reliant on Aaron Judge. You get to the postseason and you don't have Aaron Judge. And then now you take that and couple with the fact that you get no production from shortstop, you're getting no production from the catcher, no production from third base. That's too many holes, man. But does that change? Like can you sit no. here and tell me can you tell me the Yankees are gonna get shortstop production? No, no. Can you I tell can't. me they're gonna get it from third base? Okay. No, I can't, but this is what I can tell you. And we talked about this for the last couple of days. At a certain point, you need to look at your team and say to yourself, okay, I know what Aaron Hicks is. I know what IKF is. I spent all this time pumping up these prospects. I can't trade this guy because we think he's going to be this, this kind of player. At a certain point, the, thought, the, the idea of not knowing exactly what those players have the ability to be has to be enough for you to say, okay, we got to give them their shot. At some point, i got to say, I know what Aaron Hicks is, and I don't like what that is, so I'm going to give Oswaldo Cabrera a real, a real chance. Not like this, not like this you know, little, little short stint of time to see if you can You know, I it. agree with you, and, and we always go back to the Astros. The Astros moved on from Correa. They handed the keys to the car to Jeremy Pena, who was not great all season, but as the season went on and he got more comfortable, he turned into a, a, a great player in the postseason. At a certain point, you've got to let these guys play, man. You have to, especially when the op- when you don't like the option. Well, Isaiah kiner is he's, he's what? He's, he's okay, right? No, he's a nice, listen, he's, he's a nice okay. He's, he's not a start. No, he would not be my starting shortstop, but he's nice to have. He can play third base. He can play shortstop. Yeah, he, as a utility guy on your team, he's fine, right? But if you have guys that have big potential, I, what I don't understand is why, why are those guys not playing? I take the upside, man. I, I take the upside. I say, okay, we have. I understand what we're trying to do here. We have a good enough team. We're going to be in the playoffs. But I want to use this season to let this kid hopefully turn himself into someone that can help us in the postseason. I, I just, just look at the Yankees. I, I, and maybe I'm wrong. And I hope for Yankee fans I am. But I look at the Yankees as a team that's going to win 95 to 100 games. They'll probably win this division. They'll probably win a round. You'll probably face the Astros again, and I don't know any reason why anyone would really truly think that the Yankees get by Houston or win the World Series. Well, I think it would be just because you think that maybe this is the year that Aaron Judge figures it out or whatever it ends up being. 
But it's still, it's going to be, I mean, yeah, the rotation is better. Rodon was a big signing, but it's still, I mean, that hasn't been the, that hasn't been the problem, really. The problem has been the offense just goes cold, just goes quiet. But isn't it, it's, it's the same thing. Right, so why is it different now? Well, that's my point. It's not different now. So you're running it back to say, I mean, Judge is awesome. And to lose him would have been catastrophic. But he was on the team last year that got embarrassed by Houston. So you, you, bring, you bring him back. Great. Now you add Radon. He's a terrific pitcher. But pitching really wasn't your problem. Like, when you get to the bottom of that order and you have the guys that you have hitting in the six, seven, eight, nine spots, unless something drastically changes, I think you're going to be sitting here I, seven months from now having the same conversation. Yeah, I don't know how it changes. Like, I don't know who you would point to and say this is going to be this is going to be the guy that makes the difference. So it's just it's just blind faith, right? I guess that's what it is. Well, I guess it's just. I mean, you heard it last year. You heard the excuses. You know, if 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 DJ didn't get hurt, if if Benintendi didn't get hurt, well, you got no more Benintendi. So that deal, I mean, that deal really didn't work out because you got nothing from him in the postseason last year, and he's he's not with the team anymore. I think the Bader deal, you're going to be pleased with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Bader was good in the playoffs. So where where do, now? Hang on a second. I like Bader a lot. Where do the, in in this you know projected lineup that you have? Where do they have Bader hitting? They have him leading off. Really? And then do they have LeMahieu as an everyday player in this? No. Okay. Well, you got you got to figure if you're going to get to where you want to get to, LeMahieu is going to be a huge component, don't you? Ah, uh, they need him healthy, yeah. But I mean, it's like where is he playing? I mean, he's just going to it's going to be the same thing as we had last year when they got off to that red hot start. It's just it's a good problem to have. Yeah, these are great problems. He'll play second. He'll play third. He'll play first. He'll, play first. he'll DH. I, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. I just don't know where you get that big, that big bump once we get to postseason. I don't. I don't that's think what this you, is all about. I don't. It's think not you about get the regular it. season. I don't think you get it. Where Where does Glaber hit in this projected lineup? Fifth. They got him five. Yeah. All right. Well, so there you have it, Yankees fans. I mean, are there the same issues, or are things maybe solved a little bit? Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
loved it. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Five weeks from this coming Thursday, away from the start of the Major League Baseball season. That's that's very exciting. It can't get here soon enough. March the 30th is when the whole thing gets rolling along. I can't wait. I can't wait, too. Very, very excited. Um, Yankee fans, I think they're excited, and they have a pang of nervousness. Now, again, the thing is, you're you're excited now because the baseball season's about to start. But when you look at the big picture, I think you have the same concerns that you had last year. And one of the big things you hear from Yankee fans, too, is, well, we'll be healthier this year. How, how, do you, how exactly do you know that you'll be healthier uh, this coming season? Well, you haven't, though. That's been the problem. That's been the problem. I you mean, actually had a very D- healthy D- Aaron LeMahieu. Judge last year. Yeah, right. Yeah, but DJ LeMahieu hasn't. He's not getting younger. He was. I mean, he was hurt again last season. At some point, Stanton is going to be dealing with something. Josh Donaldson just wasn't. I mean, defensively, yeah, he was good, but he wasn't what you expected offensively. I mean, I think everyone everyone that roots for the Yankees has seen enough of Aaron Hicks. And biggest games last season, the Yankees didn't want to play IKF. So you tell me. I, I think there's real issues. Again, real issues like like champagne issues, right? You you know they're going to get in. They're probably going to win the division, but is that that's not enough? And nor should it be enough. They have an expectation. They want to win the whole thing. And right now, I look at the Yankees. Could they? I guess they could. Do I expect them to? I do not. Well, they just got. I mean, they they barely got by the Guardians, and then got swept by the Astros. Got embarrassed by the Astros. And this and listen, they'll miss Verlander. He's great. They they left they lost Garrett Cole to you, and they were and equally lost as good. Carlos Correa, like everybody, and and listen, they added Jose Abreu. Look out for that. That's a big signing, right? I'm looking at some of these numbers too. Like I mean, and again, I mean, I don't think you can argue the fact that last season, this lineup, like how how dependent this Yankees team was on Aaron Judge's production, and he had one of the great offensive. I mean, there were talks after that season that that's the greatest offensive season was one of. Aaron Judge against the Astros was one for 16, no home runs, no RBI, and one walk. They toyed with you. I remember what was it, game four, the Yankees led by like two or three runs, and I remember sitting there saying, there's no way they're going to win this game. They lost 6-5? Yeah. There was no way they were going to win a game from Houston. Houston owned you in that series. Houston owned you last season. Houston's owned you for years. And the thing is, they cheated and owned you, and it drives you crazy. And now they don't cheat, and they own you even more than they did when they were cheating. Here's the other thing I don't understand, though, is like, I mean, it, it for a team that's so wrapped up in analytics and everything else and trying to, you know, schedule off days and all, all these different things that they try to do to make, you know, to maximize what they have. You know what else is, is pretty good for staying healthy is young players. Yeah. Like, why not infuse the roster with some young players? Like, I, I mean... Know. Maybe they Adjust. will. Yeah, but listen, like it, that's the thing with Brian Cashman. Though sometimes I have so much respect for him, but so I mean, sometimes he's so stubborn and so hard headed. Like, listen, if it doesn't work, don't double down on the mistake. 
Like you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to. You don't have to every time you're. You don't have to wax poetic about how good Josh Donaldson was defensively. Well, that's what he does. But he, he's the same guy that came out and made the statements of you know the, the fan base. And we went to the LCS. We were this close. I mean, come on, nobody wants to hear that. I stand by. I mean, it's a, you say you say what you want. Like I, I get there's some. I mean, it, there's. There's a lot that goes into trying to make a run to a championship, a World Series, Stanley Cup, or whatever it is, and there's some luck involved in everything else. But there's a reason why the, the Lightning are always there. There's a reason why the Astros are always there. It's not a crapshoot for them. It's not coincidental for those teams. So why is it coincidental for your team? Let's get to some of the Yankee calls. Let's go to Sal in Brooklyn. Good morning, Sal. You're on 98.7. Good morning, boys. Hoping all is well. Hey, great talk. Good, good, good laughing conversation today all day so far. Uh, here's Cashman's problem, in my opinion. He tries to make these deals for these low-level players, and then when they shine a little bit on the stage, that's when he wants to put his chest out and say, you see what I found? I kicked a bunch of rocks, and I found a little diamond here. You can't play DJ anymore. If you play him, leave him at third base. Don't brag about Josh Donaldson's glove. You got five million minor leaguers with great gloves who can't hit. And that's all this guy is doing up there because he wants to look good on the trade. Osvaldo Cabrera, IKF, they're the same players. If you look at this team, like they mimic each other in two or three positions everywhere you look, we'll see what Beta can do. You got three minor leaguers down there. Forget Estevian Florio, but you're not wrong in saying, bring me a minor leaguer. He can be just as bad as Aaron Hicks. But at least you'll find out you get rid of him and you move on. You don't keep tying bad money into these bad players, and then you handcuff yourself. And if you look at this team, it's always a swing and miss come playoff time. Did we really need Rondon? Pitching hasn't been the problem for this team. You tied up a lot of money in a guy with a bad shoulder and a bad elbow. It's only a matter of time before he's down as well. And then everybody's going to be yelling and screaming, oh, my God, this team will go into the World Series. No, you're not. Wake up. And I'm a diehard. I'm following these guys since the 60s. They're not going to no World Series. Call it like it is, people. Wake up. They're too much of a swing in this team. When they start making contact and putting some youth on this team, then maybe they'll stop. Maybe, but maybe they bit. will, Sal. And thanks for the call. Maybe they, maybe this is the season that they're like, you know what, let's let's play the young guys. Maybe Volpe has a really good spring training. We heard Boone yesterday saying, you know what, it's kind of a feel thing. He's not looking for anything specifically. Maybe Volpe takes the starting shortstop job, right? I mean, may, may, maybe the, the young, the youth of this team impresses so much that you have no choice but to play them. Yeah, but maybe have patience is what I'm preaching. Have some patience. I could agree with you Give him a fair chance. Whatever young player moves the needle for you, if it's Peraza, if it's Volpe, whoever it happens to be. Volpe, whoever, yeah. Right. And he moves the needle for you. Give him the job and tell him, this job is yours. Don't look over your shoulder. Don't worry about IKF. Don't worry about Aaron Hicks. This job is yours. That's what what good – I think that's a big problem. I mean, the Mets played this stupid game with everybody last year. The Yankees have done it for a long time. Look at the Astros. Look at what the good teams do. Look at what the Braves do. Vaughn, was it Vaughn Grissom? Job is yours, right? Michael, ha- Michael Harris pops up. Michael Harris, rookie of the year. Job is yours. And just get out of their way and let them do what you believe they're capable of doing. You have some conviction in the decision that you make. All we hear about is how great these guys are going to be. At a certain point, they, they have to go prove it. And if you have you know a player that... You kind of know what they are. Give me the upside, man. I'll bet on the upside. I'll tell you right now, having gone through situations like this, how hard it is to, for what you just explained, 
always looking over your shoulder, afraid to make a mistake because you don't know when they're going to take you out. Right, when does the other shoe drop, right? Awful way to play. I'm sure it has to be. Carlos in Green Lake. Hi, Carlos. You're next up on 98.7. What's up, guys? How are we? Good. In terms of the Yankees, man, these young these young kids are going to play, I feel like. Like, the, the, one of these kids, whether it be Fraza or Volpe, is going to get the shortstop job, you would think. And then left field, I mean, I feel like Cabrera's shown enough where he's going to get a lot of these a lot of these games out there. So I feel like it's not really an issue. And then once it gets to the deadline, then if it comes down to it, they're not producing, then we'll go get the next Ben and Tendi or whatever. we gotta, we got to get out there. So I feel like you guys are talking like it's the end of the world right now. I feel like we have some time to play out here. No, no one's saying it's the end of the world. No, no one. I, I'm not. I'm not sitting here telling you it's the end of the world. I just think at a certain point, like you got to make a decision what you want to do here. It's either, you know, we're going to take these, we're going to identify what we need to take that next step. What we think is is our perceived weaknesses and what we need to add to get us over that hump. Because I mean, it's been a while since you've been to a World Series since 2009. Haven't been to a World Series. You've been you keep... to one World Series in in how long? In 20 years now, right? And you got that one team staring you in the face that it's not having problems winning championships, and you got to figure out how you can get to that level. So it's either we have a bunch of young kids that we feel like have tremendous upside and can step in and and will can help us, or we don't, and we got to find we got to use those those assets to get someone that can. Because how much longer are you going to play that? Like, how much longer are you going to play this game? Like no, we can't get Brian Reynolds because the asking price is too high. Well, okay, well. When are we going to see those players that you don't want to give away? That's right. Either you have to do one of two things. Because I heard the to, same thing about you have to make the Esteban move for the guys, or you have to play the guys that you won't that you refuse to trade. Right, especially when I especially when I don't really like the other options that I already have playing. Like I don't like, I don't love having IKF as my everyday shortstop. Well, they don't either. Okay, so give so give Volpe or Peraza a, a real opportunity then. As opposed to to playing this game where we can't trade them because we think they're going to be great, but they're still not ready to play yet. I, I just don't. I mean, it's, at at, a, at some point, like, we keep, but we keep hearing this though. We keep hearing like Estevan Florio was an untouchable prospect. How's that worked out? He's, have you given he's, him? A, he's not good. Okay, but have you given him a real fair shot? No, but he's also not very good. Okay, but how did Clint Frazier work out? Uh Clint Frazier, not good. And they they touted. How about Miguel Andujar? I think I mean that man should even guys even guys that were good that that then just backtracked and did not wind up being. You know what you could have gotten for Frazier or Andujar or any of these guys had you traded them. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I make horrendous. Da- I know you'll find oh, it hard to believe. Wait. A does a terrible dancer. Bar mitzvah, you're going to be dropping it like it's hot. I can't no, I, I I dance at Ben's. I did okay. No, I want to see. I, I want to see maybe like a little routine that you and Sherry do. What do you What do you mean? What are you looking for? Wow, a little, I mean, a little salsa. A little, a little salsa? Yeah. You know what's very touching, though? The the mother-son dance at the bar mitzvah or the weddings? Those always oh, get me. I told you, man. I mean, Cassie's sister dancing with her dad just crushed me. Didn't they oh. have, like, a homemade song or something, too? I, he picked out the perfect song. It was like oh. it's, it was just too much for me to handle. And you, you wept. Wept. You're a big crier, though. Like Sirianni tears. Really? Oh. But you, but you <laughs> meant yours. Yours were legit. Mine, yeah, there's no camera. Mine was real. I mean, you, you were not it. being picked up by the videographer, were you? I wasn't staring directly into the camera, no. No. You, you, everyone says that they think that was real. There's no way that was real. I think it had to be. I mean, somebody, is he that talented where he can just cry on command like that? I think he is. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Why, why would he stop it? I mean, tears were streaming down his face. Streaming. He is, he, is, he is the perfect central casting built to be the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. They couldn't. I mean, they could. It's have. important to him to fill that role. By the way, like oh, he, look at look at what he's done well. ever since he's taken that job. He he's been exactly what he thinks that fan base wants him to be. Yeah. See, I, it's easy to be loved when your team goes fourteen and three and goes to the Super Bowl. I'm very intrigued to see what happens when it's not so easy for him. Well, he's going to find out here. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of guys. A lot of guys. They lost their offensive coordinator. Their defense. Pay the quarterback. Coordinator. That's big, man. You can't. I mean, you can't overlook that. Losing both your coordinators. No, Giants thought they could lose both. They lost none. Eagles got to decide what you're going to do with. You're going to decide what you do with Fletcher Cox, Bradbury. How Does much Kelsey you going to pay Jalen Hurts? Does Kelsey come back? Um, what was I going to say? Oh, it looks like Eric Bieniemy might get the uh, OC job of of Washington. Yeah. More importantly, did you see this uh, Peter King story that RJ sent us? Well, I was going to lead the nine o'clock hour with that. Well, no, I don't want not the sound. I'm, I'm just this is nothing related to the Aaron Rodgers thing. This was more to the the idea that the offensive coordinator candidates in Baltimore were told that they can't they yeah, can't don't count, don't count on Lamar. We can't guarantee that Lamar is going to be the quarterback. I know that's good. It's I'm all it's all pointing in your direction. I was going to lead the nine o'clock hour with that, but if you want to drive the show, why don't you drive the show? No, no, I'm fine. I just want I just I thought that was interesting. Let's go to Los Angeles and bring in Jonathan. Good morning, John. You're on 98.7. Well, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Um, so I just woke up driving to work, and I'm listening to you guys bashing on my Yankees. Look, my Yankees will be fine, all right? It's a new season. Uh, pretty sure uh, Cashman, Boone, whoever is going to make it. Let me ask you this, though, John. What, what does fine okay. mean to you with the Yankees? And I'm being serious when fine I ask you Fine means, this. okay, we 
All right, we learned our lesson last year that during the season, even if we win 120 games, no matter what happens in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. Okay, so as long as we get in the big dance, that's fine. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get in the playoffs in a bit. Okay, we're gonna mix in these young fellas because I mean we're I mean yeah, Donaldson IKF is not gonna make it. And remember this, we also got the trade deadline. All right, and the pitching. I mean it's on paper the Yankees should be really really good. Okay, they will the be really time. really good. They're the going to win 98 or 100 games. Nobody, nobody is doubting that. But do you, are you looking to be okay. really, really good? Yeah, or are you looking to win the whole darn thing? Well, no, we're looking to win the whole thing. Like I said, we learned our lesson last year. How? Winning 120, being the best team in the in But, John, how? How did you learn your lesson where you're running back pretty much the same exact team? Well, yeah, but you're well, worth we the, you're on, worth we the best team. You never know. Probably, we, like I said, we got the trade deadline. Look, look, Dave. You're worth Rick, the best team in baseball. About, you guys should worry about those two dinosaurs oh, that you got on the other side, all right? Because after that, you guys have nobody. But our we're Yankees not, first of all, what, what, you know what? This is this is a, this is dumb, and I like you very much, and I don't want you to be hung up on yet. But while, okay. we're not talking about the Mets. I have concerns about the Mets. We'll get into the concerns about the Mets. But Rick's right. How do you sit here and say you're the best team last year? Houston was head and shoulders above you in the regular season and embarrassed you in the postseason. Well, it's a new season, Dave. It's so a what? New season, like I said, we're going to mix in the young guys in there. Let's see what happens. Let's just, it's a new year. Let's see what happens. On paper, the Yankees should be at least the second best team in the American League. We still got the trade deadline. We'll go from there, okay? Okay. One more last thing. You guys have a good weekend. Go Yankees, go. Thank you, fellas. Okay. We'll see. Why are you going to be I'm better? Confused. It's a I'm confused. Uh, uh, well, I'm confused as to how many games he thinks the Yankees won last season. What did they they must have won what ninety three? No, yeah, yeah, no. But he's talking about one hundred and twenty. They yeah, they got off to a crazy start. I mean, were they fifty two and eighteen at one point? They ended up with ninety nine wins. Yeah, so I Houston mean, had a hundred season. Houston had one hundred and six. Houston's better. He was making it sound like they won. They were. I mean, were head and shoulders above all these teams during the regular season. Yeah, great start. They they started off that way. We thought they had a chance to be legendary. They were not, but we thought they had a chance. Yeah, but then you, but then you point to the trade deadline. How'd that work out? How, not Benet- well. Not well. well. You brought in Benatendi, who I, I like. Benatendi. He got hurt. And then you brought in Montas, and he got hurt. And then he was useless. And now you don't have either for this season, right? Good times. Right. I mean, listen. Let's be fair. I, I like Cashman. I think he does a lot of good things. He's not perfect. He makes a lot of mistakes. He makes a lot of good moves and he makes some mistakes. I just would rather him just be willing to accept the fact that he made a mistake and move on as opposed to... Yeah, he's very stubborn. And, and not only are they stubborn, they just continue to trot the guys out. They speak so highly of them. Like, like Josh Donaldson. Do you expect Josh Donaldson, what is he now, 37, to be better? Uh, I don't. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be an issue? If, if, he, if you thought he was going to be... Like, why would you think he would be better next season? I, I I don't understand why they made the deal in the first place. It was a terrible trade. I, I didn't get it in the first place. But you know what? It's one of those trades. because well, I know. Sorry, I take that back. They needed some more fu in the locker room. Oh right. But it's one of those trades that when they made it, you're like, hmm, this seems curious. And then by the end of the year, you're like, why, why the hell did they make that trade? Yeah, but then but then they'll come out and talk about how great he how he got robbed of a gold glove, oh, and he was he was so good defensively. Okay, then then bat, trot him out there every day, put him in third, and let let him take 500 at-bats. Sean in the truck. Sean, you're next up on 98.7. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Uh, you know, you guys are talking about Donaldson, man. I think I'm going to vomit. You know, that's all, they, that's all they talk about. It's a gold glove. It's like, look, 
you got to hit for me, man. You got to get, you got to bet more than 220. You know, get me, give me guys, you know, bring them in. You know, you're sitting there, you're styling out of the box, and the ball's caught in the outfield. It's like, what are you even doing, bro? Like, oh my goodness, man. Like, you know, Rick, you make a good point, too, with the kids and all that. Like, bring them up, man. Let's see what they got. You know, I'm tired of sitting there overhyping them. And then you don't even bring him up, and like you can't even make a trade. You know, you couldn't even bring Castillo here because you got too much invest. So it's just like, you know, Yankees to be a fool's goal, man. They're gonna do good in the regular season and just choke out in the postseason. Houston, they're better than us, so I just I give them that. They didn't do anything this year to to get better, so you know it is what it is. I'll tell you what they've done thanks to the call, Sean. They have put the a huge target on the back of Anthony Volpe. But a lot of these young guys, especially Volpe, absolutely, yeah. You know, like if Volpe is not, I mean, special good, people are going to go crazy. Yeah, and listen, I'm all for putting these guys in the, in the positions. I say it all the time. Like, make sure when you call these guys up that they're ready and they can go out there and they can like, put their best foot forward. I believe in that. But, I mean, there has to come a time that that's, that, that happens. And then you uh, let yeah. these guys really go prove themselves. I think that time is now. Time for is, one I, mean, I don't want to see IKF for 155 games again at shortstop this year. No, I would rather not either. But well, if you if you tell me in the postseason that you can't start the guy, then the next season you're going to trot him out there and then and then do what? Do the same thing again? It sounds. I mean, it sounds like it. I, I mean, I listen. I think they're going to be those, those young kids are going to have a real shot. I think. Let me ask you a question. To. Would you rather have? And I don't know the answer to it. Would you rather have Radon, or would you rather have hmm, Dansby Swanson? Or, or, or would you rather have Trey Turner? Trey Turner. I, I think Trey Turner's a great player. So you would rather have Trey Turner unequivocally than Dansby Swan, than, uh, than Radon? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I do. I mean, listen, Rodon, uh, Radon for the last couple of years has been good, but he's also had, I mean, he's had some serious injury concerns with him too. Yeah, but it, it feels like he's gotten past that. Okay. If, if he's not, you're going to have a huge problem on your hands. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, like, I was texting back and forth with Dean and he said, I mean, he made a good point, but he's like, the guys that you don't want to play are the guys that, you know, aren't just strictly home run guys. But my point back to him was, yeah, but they're just, they're, they don't do anything, guys. They're no. not. They're, they're the just guys. They're just guys. They're just guys is what they are. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.